God is good. And all the time. Yeah, you go. Isaiah 42, 9. What's going on again? This, you can take this to the bank. Not only do angels minister and work with us all throughout the year. But at the closing of each year and the opening and beginning of, a, of the new year, as we know it. See, God, God works with us. He loves us so much, but he works with us. God's a God of order. He is a God of order. And I love the second chapter of Luke and first and second chapters of Luke that describe the angelic activity of Christ's birth preceding it. Tremendous angelic activity. And listen, you and I are, I, I hope you're convinced that the Lord is coming soon. Say with me, I believe the Lord is coming soon. He is coming soon. And that means by default, God has angelic activity increasing in our lives and in the earth. There's a heightened activity of angelic activity and work being done. It's just absolutely by default. And right now we're, we're ready to cross a threshold here. But God has been speaking to his prophets about 2018. And it's interesting. You can hear different leaders get different things from the Lord regarding what's about to come to pass. But there seems to be a connecting thing that, and God spoke this to Carol too as well. And I receive her, not only as my wife, but I receive her as a prophet of the Lord to the body of Christ. And I respect and honor her, the gift and vessel in her. I'm able to separate wife and prophet. Amen. And it's a, it's an interesting dynamic. And Joyce Myers has the same thing going on with her and her husband, Dave. She says, I love being his wife and I have no problem submitting to him. But she said, when the anointing is on me and I'm teaching, he loves to sit under the teaching of the anointing of God. He receives the teacher's gift in her. Amen. It's a wonderful thing. Amen. Well, anyway, praise God. So this, write this down. And I ask you to write it down because writing it down, hearing it and saying it helps you really grasp it more. It doesn't matter how inspired Jesus was. Because many of the people who heard even Jesus, the son of God, preaching truly the anointed one and under the anointing, speaking the heart of the father, wherever he went, Jesus said in one point, and it's recorded in all the gospels where he said, truly what Isaiah prophesied is coming to pass. They hear, but they don't comprehend. They see, but yet not understand. Think about it. Why the, the lawyers and the Sadducees coming up to Jesus and say, Lord, show us a sign. Prove to us. I'm sorry, Steve. Glory to God. Prove to us. That's Holy Ghost spit. Do you have any eye problems? <laughs> Prove to us that you're the Messiah. He's still he's raising the dead. He's healing the sick, cleansing lepers. Hello. Prove to us that you're the Messiah. How many signs do you want? No sign will be given you but that which of the sign of Jonah. Amen. That's not what they wanted to hear. But again, spirit of God inspiring Jesus 
the Son, amen, the Son of Man, God, man, God, the Son, amen, but in his humanity, the Spirit of God inspiring him to say what the Father wanted him to say. You're going to get a sign. Destroy this temple in three days. I'll build it back up. A temple that took years, decades to build. He said, destroy it and in three days. I'll raise it up. They had no clue. They heard what he said and what, you know, this guy's truly insane. Amen. Say this guy. Well, no, we're not. We're not going to say that. But they, they heard what the Messiah was saying, but they didn't comprehend it. What in the world is he talking about? Isaiah 42, 9. Before we read this, this is what at least three prophets we've heard, three ministers have said. 2018 is going to be a year of new beginnings and divine favor. Say new beginnings and divine favor. Say it again. New beginnings and divine favor. So that's what's being spoken, inspired by the Holy Ghost to the church. For what purpose? For hope. For direction. In the book of Proverbs, it's written, without vision, my people are unrestrained or they perish. Amen. I love this translation that one, one of the translations for that verse in Proverbs says this. Without conscious responsibility, my people perish. Say conscious responsibility. That pretty much sums it up and makes it pretty, pretty, pretty simple to, to get. See, God wants you and I to get it. His words, profound, but yet a child should be able to read it and get it. Like Carol said, it's not that complicated. Faith isn't that complicated. It's action. It's believing, receiving, and acting. Amen? That's what faith's about. So in Isaiah 42, 9, I want that to park. Just get that sealed in your spirit a minute. Because you know what? New beginnings and divine favor. It's not like we haven't heard those terms before. But what we need to hear is what the Spirit of God is saying. Let me ask you a question before we get into the verse. Has anybody in here, and please respond, let me see your hands. Have you ever had some, a, a true minister of God, a vessel of God, speak something concerning your future and it hasn't come to pass yet? Let me see your hand. Hold on high. Uh, you got a word from the Lord and it hasn't come to pass yet. So, the, yeah, praise God. There's a, a number of us that have received something. So, did they miss it or is it coming? Amen. It's coming down the pike. Hallelujah. Amen. So God is saying to you personally and to his church corporately, he's saying this to good news. Hey, good news. Family worship center. New beginnings. 
Hallelujah. Hallelujah. New beginnings. An, another way to interpret that is brand new chapter for your life if you'll receive it. What did Mary say that changed her whole life? Be it done unto me according to your word. She had a prophetic word from God. Amen. Lord, be it done to the angel. Be it done unto me according to the word of God. And she became pregnant. God wants you and I to be pregnant with the word of the Lord. New beginnings. Hallelujah. In our spirit. Hallelujah. The womb of our spirit. Brand new beginning. The old, what did 2 Corinthians 5.17 about our encounter when we got saved. Any man found in Christ, any woman found in Christ is a brand new creation. Brand new beginning. When you got saved. And I got saved. Brand new. I know I did. Glory to God. I went out of our house one way and I came back in a different way. Same door, but different way. Hallelujah. I, had a heart, I, I didn't know what all came with a spiritual heart transplant, but it was good. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. New beginnings. And then divine favor. Do you want, do you want that for your life this year? Divine favor? Anybody? Come on, preach back at me. Say, yeah, pastor, I'm in. I don't care if you shout at me. I am in. I'm cashing in on this word. I'm taking hold of this word of the Lord. New beginning. Divine favor. Hallelujah. Now, how does that get down into your heart? By saying it. Muttering the word of the Lord. Taking the promise of God and muttering it over and over and over. Hallelujah. I'll tell you what. What did James say? He said, your tongue's like the rudder of a great ship. Listen, life has tried to fashion you instead of you fashioning it. God gave you and I dominion to rule and reign in this life. According to Romans 5.17 by the son of God. First Adam, we were damned to die. The second Adam gave us life. Right? Life abundant. Hallelujah. To do what? To recover, to be restored. To come back into the place of his divine purposes. Everybody in here. Your design, the divine design for you as a spirit being is to rule and reign in life, not over another human being, but over every situation and circumstance that comes down your pike and crosses your path. Hallelujah. Right now, I'm just reminded of one of the elders in the first church we were born again in, Jesus people. He was in New York and uh, uh, he was uh, Christmas season. And a guy came out of the alley and put a 38 in his side and said, give me your money. And he looked at him. He said, no, sir, I'm not going to give you my money. I worked for it. And in Jesus name, you are not stealing. And the guy looked at him and said, I, what are you crazy? 
He said, no, I'm a Christian. And Jesus is my Lord. And in the name of Jesus Christ, you're not getting my money. The guy looked at him and thought, I, 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 you know, just batted his eyes like a toad frog in an East Texas hailstorm. And left. He said, you're crazy, dude. And he walked away from him. Now, I don't know how you and I may have reacted in that point. But he operated in an authority and in the dominion. It was actually in that movie War Room. Guy comes at her in the movie with a knife. Give me your money. And she says, no, in the name of Jesus Christ, this elderly Afro-American gal, Holy Ghost grandma. No, in Jesus name. Huh? Yeah, Holy Ghost intercessor. <laughs> and the guy looked at her in the movie and he bolts. There's an authority. Say authority. God wants 2018 to be such a put a, like Carol was saying in there, it's in the announcements. Hallelujah. We're going out of 217, 217 and into 218 with a shout. Or you can just stay limp like a limpy, wimpy. Uh, no, you're going to go out here with a shout. God don't have pansies. He's got sons and daughters who are warriors. We're going out with a leap of faith. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Amen. A faith, leap of faith in our step and with a dance. Ah. Anybody have any references for dancing and having great victories over the enemy? Second Chronicles chapter two, verse all oh, the whole chapter, but verse 20. Glory to God. Well, anyway, let's go into Isaiah. Say, I believe the word of the Lord. Isaiah 42, 9. Behold, the former things have come to pass. Everything that was supposed to occur up until today has come to pass. Maybe not on our timetable. Maybe things aren't unfolding the way as quickly as you and I want them to. We've had promises. Like I said, there are prophecies that have been spoken. There are things I have seen in the spirit regarding ministry, regarding different things in our family. And I haven't seen it materialize yet, but I believe for it. Amen. And new things I declare. Before they spring forth, I tell you of them. Behold, the former things have come to pass. Everything that was supposed to occur in the world up until this very moment has come to pass. Hallelujah. And new things I declare before they spring forth, I tell you of them. So God, by his spirit, is saying something. He said it there, but he's still saying it. There was a song. I don't know if I forget what I think may have been Chicago. Every day is a new day. Every time I love you. Every day's a new day. Come on. 
Every day is a brand new day. Because I love you, Lord. <laughs> Glory to God. Are you glad that this is in the word? So was it only for the people that he was speaking to back then? Or is it for you and I now? Is the word of God eternal? Go to Isaiah 40 now, if you would. Drop back to Isaiah 40. And I, I, was, I write, write stuff in your Bible. Write dates in your Bible when you get something from the Lord. Or there's something, you're, you're given an instruction, write this down. Put it in your Bible if, if it's something that kind of, it just, mm, you know, in your gut. Mm, it's in your spirit. Oh, that's for me. Write it down. Even write the date. I do that. And what I'm about to read, let me get there and join you. Isaiah chapter 40. And we're going to start at verse 28. Verse 28, Rich. We're going to read verses 28 to 31. And I want you to, let's read it together in unison together. So let's all start together and please say it out loud like you mean it. Have you not known? Have you not heard? The everlasting God, the Lord, the creator of the ends of the earth, neither faints nor is weary, contrary to us at times. His understanding is unsearchable. He gives power to the weak and to those who have no might. He increases strength. Even the youth shall faint and be weary and the young men shall utterly fall. But those who wait on the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall, is this picture appropriate or what? They shall mount up with wings like eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. Hallelujah. I'm reading that for a reason and purpose with new beginnings and divine favor. That seems to me like divine favors in this, in this mix. When you say that's the favor of God, do you know what the word grace again means? The kindness of God. His favor. His kindness, his favor, unmerited. But the divine influence upon one's soul. That's also what grace means. God's divine influence upon your soul personally, upon his body's soul as one. Because he wants to move you and I in directions. He wants you and I to possess the earth for him. He wants you and I, why he said it to Abraham. Carol was saying, and we have it in our testimony. We're of the seed of Abraham. What, is, what seed is that? The seed of faith. That we believe what God says when he says it. And when our actions back up what we're saying. Amen. Amen. We don't say something and not do it. We say it and we do it. 
We take the proper action consistently. Amen? Well, I was looking at this as I was preparing. I'm thinking, okay, Lord, I hear, I hear what you're saying. We're right here. We're at December 31st, and your prophets are saying something. The one that's in this house and others. Out of the mouth of two or more witnesses, every word's established. So, okay, listen, maybe I didn't hear that directly personally, but it bore witness and it bears witness in my spirit. Are you with me? That's why we need the body. But if God's saying something, new beginnings. I'm ready for a new beginning. That doesn't mean a change of location or everything else. It means a change of location here. I'm a moving, glory. I'm moving on up. Hallelujah. <laughs> Say moving on up. Yeah, glory to God. Why? We're being transformed from glory to glory into his very image. That's on the menu, guys. That's on God's menu for you this year. That's on his calendar. What? Transformation. Yeah, when Carol, the, I, I received that, the flushing of God. Lord, whatever is displeasing to you, flush it out of my life. Please. Clean the swamp. Drain the swamp, Lord. Flush it out. Yeah, have you heard that at all in the past year? Anybody hear that in the past couple years? What are you going to do? You want to drain the swamp? (laughs) In Corinthians 15, Paul writes to the church about the resurrection and the transformation and all the different things that are going to happen in the promises of God. And he said, but yet there's the natural first and then the spiritual. He's trying to connect things. There's a natural resurrection and then there's a spiritual resurrection. Jesus said, I am the resurrection and the life. Death Death has no power over me. No man takes my life. I lay it down on my own accord. Hallelujah. I got good news for you and I. I believe with all my heart, if Jesus can do it, we can do it. You and I should lay our lives down when it's time from the Father to say, you know what? Lay your life down. It shouldn't be taken from us. We should be able to lay our life down. Hallelujah. At the appointed time. And I don't give a rip what year it is or what day or what age. Lord, when my work's done and you don't want me to come home, just let me know, glory to God, I want to take the place of the, of the patriarch, release a blessing over those who are left behind, and say, get on with the race. Glory to God, I'm going home today. Amen. Death is, you know what? The Christian doesn't die. He departs. Right. Hallelujah. I just got to get out of this shell to get home. Glory. Think about it. See, when we have a revelation that we're his possession and he's ours, death, where is your sting? Grave, where's your victory? You have none. Glory to God in the sun <laughs> for those who are in the sun. Dick Mills, a prophet of the Lord, well-respected for years, home with the Lord now, well-respected. Pat Robertson said of him years ago, he is the, he is the, the Bible uh, what do you call him? The man with the photo, photographic memory of scripture. Dick had translations of the Bible memorized. And when the Holy Ghost came on him, he would prophesy to you. If it was to an individual, the spirit of God would hone him in like a laser. You, sir, 
and he would give verses pending on the translation that would strike that person home. I like personalized translations and prophecies, then corporate prophecies. Ten years ago, say ten years ago, Dick Mills spoke this over good news. He spoke this, these verses over good news. He gave, God's given me scripture for your church. Verse 28 again, Bill, please. Have you not known? Have you not heard? The everlasting God, the Lord, the creator of, of the ends of the earth, neither faints nor is weary. His understanding is unsearchable. Good news. Hallelujah. Next verse. He gives power to the weak. Good news. There are times that we face weakness. But guess what? And to those who have no might, he increases strength. In order for you and I to go into this 2018, we need a a resurgence of strength from above. Amen? Amen? We need to be refreshed instead of being in a weary frame of mind or, or experience. He is the most high, not the most low. He is God most high. So Dick Mills spoke this over good news. Uh, and, it, and he had this word for it too. And he said, uh, Pastor Ray, he said, for you and your church, stamina. Stamina. Glory, stamina. Say stamina. Do any, am I the only one in here that needs more stamina? Or how about any of you? Just be honest. I need stamina. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Praise God. Isaiah 43. Say new beginnings. Divine favor. Say it out loud. New beginnings. Divine favor. You know, if you were called on the, if you needed to decree something, you need to start, man, forget. We need to be Paul Revere's. Not the British is coming. The Lord is coming. The Lord is coming. The Lord is coming. The Lord is coming. He's coming. Oh, glory to God. I feel the unction for the function with the gumption. The Lord is coming. Who will be his trumpet this year? Are you willing to lay your life down that others might live? See, God is positioning you and I to make choices. Love choices. Which means self-denial and, and action into the Father's heart. And Gary brought up God chaser. Be a God chaser. Tommy Tenney, mighty Pentecostal man of God, wrote a book, a couple books before on God chasers. But he had a statement in there and he said this because I believe Papa gave it to him. He said, chase God until he catches you. You ever do that as a kid? And he used that analogy. I remember my kids would be chasing me and I'd run and I'd turn around and grab them. Chase God until he catches you. I release that over this house. 
in the name of Jesus, Good News Assembly are God chasers. In Jesus' name. Okay. Where are we at now? Uh, Verse 19, Bill. Please. Ah, yeah. There we go. Let's read it in unison. Verses 19, 20, and 21, saints. Together. Behold, I will do a new thing. Now. Yeah, yeah, y'all, I, I want you all to yell this out. Now! 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 That's what I'm talking about. Now! now! <laughs> it shall spring forth. Shall you not know it? I will even make a road in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. The beasts of the field will honor me. The jackals and ostriches. Because I give waters in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. To give drink to my people, my chosen. This people. I can't hear you. I have formed for. Listen, I love the body of Christ. But I'm not responsible for the congregations around us. Or I am in prayer. We need to be praying that the body of Christ will rise to its position. Praying for leaders. But this house, as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. As for me and my house... We will serve the Lord. And it's interesting in that verse 15 of chapter 24 of Joshua. After they had conquered, distributed the inheritance of the land, everybody got their, their prize and their reward according to their, their families and everything else. But Joshua makes a statement. Okay, now we all got our, we, we, we got the victories. God gave us the victories. AI was a glitch. But God has given us victories. We've accomplished everything he promised. We have accomplished or be used by him to help bring to pass the prophetic word. See, prophetic words just don't manifest and fall out of heaven. Our activity of faith stimulates them and brings them into being. That was pretty good. Our cooperation, our faith. How do you know, how does God, listen, God doesn't, God knows our hearts. He knows our minds. But he has given you and I something, a a, a way for our faith to increase. And it's twofold. It's by speaking and doing. Speaking it and doing it. Now, we're in a place where we're taught meditation. We're talking about declaration. We're talked about muttering and uttering. But the question is, are we doing it? I uttered last year. Bless God, that should take care of it. No. My words shall not depart out of your mouth day and night. 
day and night. Day and night. Day and night. Now, I believe everybody in here prays. But there's new beginnings in prayer that God has for every one of us. See, we've, we've occupied, but it's time to go up. It's time to get up into a higher place of influence in the spirit. So 2018, if we're going to rule and reign in life, we're going to have, we want to see a harvest. Anybody want to see your family saved? When's the last time you contended for them? And I don't want you to respond, but I just want to challenge all of us. When is the last time we honestly just said, I'm setting myself apart for family salvation. I'm going to deny food. I'm going to set apart a couple hours here, you know, a, a day here, whatever. But I want my family to be saved. Amen. What does that mean? That means a brand new beginning in prayer. Let me stay with it. Go to Second Chronicles twenty twenty. Say, I love twenty twenty vision. <laughs> Say it again. I love twenty twenty vision. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. We need that. That's par excellence. Amen. So this second chapter of uh, Chronicles describes the battle I was talking about. Where King Jehoshaphat is surrounded by three enemies of Israel. King Jehoshaphat regarding Israel. Surrounded by three armies. This is not a good situation in the natural. Now, can can any of you relate that you have faced some things in the situations in your life that are are very difficult? If I could use that word term, they're not good. And those situations are speaking to you. Those circumstances are speaking to you. Could be relationships, finances, future. They're speaking to you. And they've they've become Goliaths or armies against your soul. What is the intent of the enemy? To discourage, to put fear in the hearts of God's people, to discourage them. So what is the posture of the church? What's the Holy Spirit trying to do? He's casting vision to you and I. He's saying, man, let's close the chapter to your past. Of 2007. Uh, 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 Everything in your life that was negative at 2017, we're shutting that door. In Jesus' name. So you and I, can, can we can police this. We can police We can police this. Glory to God. Not on my watch. Say not on my watch. Say no more. God has a brand new door for you and I to walk in. And he's prophesying by his spirit. No beginning for you, my child. No beginning for you, my church. 
divine favor. We're only touching on the beginnings. We're going to talk, probably preach on the favor of God next week. I'll prophesy that. Now I've got to line up with it. Now I have to exercise my faith to get that ready. New beginning. Look at Second Chronicles. Hallelujah. And let me find where I want to start here. Starting with uh, verse 14. Let's go 14. Bell, please. Then the spirit of the Lord came upon Jehaziel, the son of Zechariah. Now, previous to this, Jehoshaphat, they were surrounded and they knew it was impending doom. In the natural, this was... A, this was a slaughter. It looked like it was going to be a slaughter in the natural. But they have a God unlike the Amalekites and the Ammonites and the ones coming against them. Jehoshaphat calls a fast, three-day fast of food, from food and water. Every human, every animal, fast and prayer. Animals don't eat, they don't drink Humans don't eat, they don't drink. We are going before our God and asking for a miracle. Amen? So they have taken this position and posture before the Lord. Verse 14, the spirit of the Lord comes upon this prophet, Jehaziel. And all those guys, he's the son of. And verse 15, and he said, listen. Listen, all you of Judah and you inhabitants of Jerusalem and you, King Jehoshaphat, thus says the Lord to you. Do not be afraid nor dismayed because of this great multitude. For the battle is not yours, but God's. The battle's not yours, but God's. Now, there's something going on here. Jehaziel, A, is a prophet, but B, he is a respected prophet. He's an honorable prophet of God. He is esteemed as a prophet of God. He's not worshipped as a prophet. He is esteemed. Because in these days... Prophet spoke for God as God. Are you with me? It kind of like, to me, that heightens or increases the fear of the Lord in my life. The reverent fear of the Lord. I need to speak what God's saying. And I need to be, when we are ministering, we need to say, well, you know, I really believe this in my heart that like Paul said, Paul had latitude in scripture. The God let him put in the reading, the sacred writ, yet I, not the Lord, his advice, I, Paul, not the Lord. And he has it in the new Testament letters, right? To me, that's profound. That is so cool that the Holy Ghost said, okay, I'll let you get your writ. You're dead then. Because it was out of the, the anointing in his life, out of his experience. So where am I? Listen, all you in, 
all you of Judah and you inhabitants of Jerusalem and you King Jehoshaphat. Thus says the Lord, do not be afraid nor dismayed. Now I want to say something to you. Do not be afraid or dismayed of the calamity or any of the tragedies or challenges that you have faced this past year or before. Do not fear or be dismayed. It's done. But you you have to have a resolve. You and I need to have a resolve. No, I'm not taking any of this junk with me in the 2017. Into 2018. Thank you. All right. You all with me? That says the Lord to you. Do not be afraid nor dismayed because of this great multitude. Do not be fear, fearful or dismayed because of the stuff that has been in your face. The threats of your enemies. And listen, guys, don't ever forget, you have enemies. Don't be naive and don't be an ostrich, even though they do prophesy. Don't be an ostrich and stick your head in the ground. Pretend like everything's honky-dory. You are the family of God. You have authority. You've been given dominion. But guess what? There are battles that have to be fought. And there's a very real enemy that hates your destiny coming to pass. And you know what? There has to be something that gets stirred up in each one of us. No, you're not going to hinder my destiny. You are a thief. You are exactly, devil, what Jesus said you are. You do what he says you will do. You try to steal Kill and destroy. Not on my watch. Not me. Not my family. Amen. See, that's in every one of you. That's in you. Because he's in you. Glory to God. You got to see Jesus turning the tables over in the temple. Making a weapon. Whipping those money changers. The Lamb of God. Prince of Peace. Get out of my father's house. You need to make some whips for your circumstances. And that whip is the promise of God. Get out of my life in Jesus' name. My father's house. Hey, I want to ask you something. Is your house yours or the father's? Is your family yours or is your family God's? And have a righteous anger. There's a place for it. Man, I'll tell you what. I need, the, I need the righteous anger of God kicked up in my life. Amen. Well, praise God. Amen. So where are we at? Next verse. Let's read it together. Tomorrow go down against them. They will surely come up by the ascent of Ziz. He's forecasting the the way the enemy is going to come at you. See, if you and I are people of prayer, God will show us. What did Jesus say? Holy Spirit will show you things to come. He'll reveal the endeavor of the enemy or the intention of the enemy so you can deal with it before it actually occurs. I got mehokaraba. Mingi shtedabaya. No more manju vosia. Oh, oh, shea vosa. E ka etianto. Mamba hesub. Hosi. Ah, shea vokota etima. 
For no more are you going to be naive and just kind of like just lay low and, and take a place of timidity and say, God, I don't know how to deal with this. I don't know, wanna, I don't know how to do, move forward. But no, you're going to take my word and the authority I've entrusted to you and decree a thing and it will be established and you will surely see the result on your behalf. Hallelujah. 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 So tomorrow, I'll read this. You just follow with me. Tomorrow, go down against them. Go down against your enemy. 2000, tomorrow is January 1st. You wake up tomorrow morning when your shades come up. Huh? You go down into your home. And you speak the word of God over your family tree. You speak the word of God over his promises. 2018 is mine. New beginnings are mine. Divine favor is mine in Jesus' name. God said it. That settles it. And I believe it. But how are, how are you going to be convinced of that every day of 2018? 365 days. When you wake up, you get your cards out, put it on your mirror, whatever you need to do. Say, today is, you know, January 2nd, February 30, and what well, don't work, does it? February 27th. <laughs> New beginnings. Divine favor is mine. Say so you wake up. How do you possess it? You say it. And say, God, thank you. New beginnings. 2018. New beginning every day in my life. And what did God say also in the past couple messages with the, the, the just please reflect. Go over the things God's preaching and teaching here. Fruitfulness. Jesus said by this. What? My father's glorified that you bear much fruit and your fruit remain. Then he said, and uh, then anything you ask the father in my name, he'll do. But what's the first responsibility you and I have? Fruitfulness. What does an apple tree do? Brings forth fruit. You are ordained of God. Appointed to bring forth fruit. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You will find that, okay, they will surely come up by the ascent of Ziz and you will find them at the end of the brook before the wilderness of Jeruel. You will not need to fight in this battle. My God. You will not need to fight physically in this battle. Say physically. Position yourself. Got any New Testament reference for that? Ephesians 6. Stand, therefore, having done everything to stand. Stand, therefore. Standing is not a place of indifference, complacency. Standing is a place of faith, governing, ruling, reigning. I'm ready to do what's necessary. Position yourselves. Stand still. And see the salvation of the Lord. What? I bet there was probably one person that said, boy, I hope the prophet's right. No weapons. Three armies against one. Not good odds. 
this makes no sense. Say, God's ways are not my ways. His thoughts are higher than mine. <laughs> See, our, our papa, he loves to mess with our box. He loves us so much. But he wants to reveal his character in us more. His heart. You know, Moses said the children of Israel knew the acts of God, but Moses knew his ways. We need to know our father's ways. But we can't do it from a distance. We have to be intimate. You and I need to move into a place of intimacy with the Lord throughout the day. All right. You will not need to fight in this battle. Position yourself. Stand still and see the salvation of your Lord who is with you. Oh, Judah and Jerusalem, do not fear or be dismayed. Tomorrow go out against them for the Lord is with you. And he's got a he's got a battle strategy that's not only going to blow your mind, it's going to blow your enemy's mind. Next verse. Jehoshaphat bowed his head with his face to the ground and all Judah and, and the inhabitants of Jerusalem bowed before the Lord worshiping him. Hey, you know what? I was raised Catholic and we did a lot of this. But you know what? It's still good. I love to bow before him. As a king. And as a priest of the most high God. Of which everyone in this room is. We bow before the king of kings. And the Lord of lords. <laughs> you know you need to get a ticket. Put it on your chest and put, Lord, whatever your name is. Small L. Don't put a, don't put a uppercase. You need to put a tag, King Patty. King Albert. King Valerie. King Vicky. King Diane. King William. Didn't get dressed up for nothing. King Timothy. King Stephen. King Carol. King Rebecca. King Carrie. King Brian, etc., etc., etc. And all of you. Putting king on there. He is the king of kings. What do kings do? They rule. How about it when Jesus in John chapter 8, I believe it was, he said, when he was challenged for saying that he was the son of God, he said, is it not written that I said you are gods in Isaiah? Calling the rulers of Israel gods with a small g? He knew how to, he masterfully handled the word. Shut them up every time. You can have enemies in the house of God. Plants. Well, anyway. Jehoshaphat bowed his head with his face to the ground, and all Judah and the inhabitants bowed. But next verse, Phil. Then the Levites of the children, the Kohathites of the children of Korahites, stood up to praise the Lord God of Israel with voices loud and high. <clears throat> I'll tell you what, when we gather on Sunday mornings, 
we should have this kind of posture. Listen, in the good times, in the tough times, in the easy times, in the tough times, let your praise, make his praise glorious. Hallelujah. I'll tell you what, it is an insult to the devil when it, well, glory to God. Amen. <laughs> yeah. Look at verse 2020. So they rose early in the morning and went out into the wilderness of Tekoa. And as they went out, Jehoshaphat stood and said, as the king, hear me, O Judah, as the king, I have heard the word of God through the prophet. Hear me, O Judah, and you inhabitants of Jerusalem. Believe in the Lord your God, and you shall be established. Believe his prophets, and you shall prosper. And when he had consulted with the people, he appointed those who should sing to the Lord and who should praise the beauty of holiness. As they went out before the army and were saying, praise the Lord for his mercy endures forever. You got to see that picture. Praise the Lord for his mercy endures forever. They're walking out towards the enemy. Not one physical weapon. Praise the Lord for his mercy endures. What a Jewish thing would be. Praise the Lord for his mercy endures forever. You know, whatever. They released it. You need to see this. See, we're talking about a gift of comprehension. You need to, we need to see what God is saying and what he has said. They began to praise him with this utterance. Now, you stay, stay with that utterance, Bill. Praise the Lord for his mercy endures forever. Hmm. If it worked for them. You got any enemies? Who needs to be persuaded here? Now, I want to say, ask you, this has a two-edged sword to it. What did Jehoshaphat say? Believe the Lord your God and you'll be established. Believe his prophets and you'll prosper. Now, listen, they are, this is a whole operation of faith. For a whole community, a nation. Praise the Lord for his mercy endures forever. They're walking out there and they're looking at three armies who are fully embattled, ready in battle array, wanting their death. Praise the Lord for his mercy endures forever. You talk about walking by faith. We have a better covenant. You and I have a better covenant. So I'm pointing this out. That somewhere along life's road here and in our hearts, 
the ministry has to take a, get a place again in our hearts of confidence and trust. God's ministers, apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, and teachers. The enemy has gone for the juggler. Through tried to bring embarrassment, tragedy, humiliation, a lack of confidence across denominations, inappropriate activity, and all that stuff, sexually, financially, and all that stuff. We have an enemy. Amen. But what's going to happen in 2018? We're having a brand new beginning. Why? God said it. His prophets have spoken it. One in this house. Others. I'm holding, I'm, I'm grabbing it. How about you? Anybody need a brand new beginning for your future? Every day is a new day. This is going to be a new year. It can be the greatest new year you've had to date. If you and I release our faith in it. Amen. Please stand. Hallelujah. Yes. Hallelujah. I receive it, Lord. Jesus. I believe this, that we need to ask the Lord God collectively, individually, but but as one in the unity of the faith, that we're willing to let go of the past and go in to the 2018 with faith, hope, and love. I'm just thinking of this. This came to my, this image came to my mind from scripture. (laughs) Do you remember when Jesus said it's easier for a, a rich man to enter the kingdom or it's easier for a camel to enter? Thank you. Yet the eye of the needle. I'm trying to think of the context here. But I got the picture. It's easier for a rich camel to go. Thank you. It's easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than a rich man to enter the kingdom of heaven. Thank you. (laughs) Now, let me finish this. The reason he said that, well, what is the eye of a needle? When I first read that, I took it literally. I'm thinking, wow, that's a miracle. But the eye of the needle was the door that a man could get through in the gate of a city because the gates were there to protect the city and its occupants. When they opened up the eye of the needle, for in order for a camel to get into the city, if a guy was coming in with his commerce and to make sure there were no weapons of harm, They had to strip the camel, break it down on its knees, and basically it would have to do like an army crawl through the door because of its height. All the goods had to come off in order for it to enter into the city. God wants you and I to take all the stuff off to go into 2018 for new beginnings and, and divine favor. Yes. 
You know, I heard at the end, and I just want to encourage everybody, you know, one of the things you want to do, it's, you can say, well, I'm not used to doing it, and I've never done this, or it's not my personality, or it's not this, you know, and it's like, come on, let's all get over that, all that stuff. It's like, at the end, it's like, at the end of the message, it was a wonderful message, and it's like, we should give the Lord a hand clap. Yeah, and everybody, not just not just a couple. When one when some start clapping, then others start clapping, and it's like yes, when the Lord of God, you know, there's something about the clap, and it was um, Chuck Flynn that taught about the clap, and I know, and and there was a a lot some teaching about. Well, I'm not even going to go there, but there's a time to clap, and there's a time to celebrate, and there's a time to shout, and when it's a time, and the we say it's a time to shout. Everybody, look at me. It's a time to shout. Hallelujah. And yes, that, Lord. It's like, you know, and it's like, well, that's not, that's not me. No, it is you. Yeah. It is you. It's yeah. the real Holy Christ Ghost in person us. inside of you that, wants, that sh- wants to shout. And once you break through that freedom of stop saying it's not me, once you break through that freedom, because you see it all through the scriptures, <laughs> Especially, you know, some of us might need to get into some of the Old Testament and see how they act clamorously foolish before the Lord, like Jesus did. Yeah. You know? And, <laughs> and go ahead and go do that because that's going to help your breakthrough yes. to break out of, to break into. Yeah. That's part of the flushing. <clears throat> I just looked over at Steve and I said, hey, wait, when something's flush, there's something that's pushing it. So, you know what? It's that Holy Ghost, it's that river, it's that rain. Because it's pure and it's clean and it's powerful. And, you know, rain has power in it. And, you know, the water of God, as that builds up, too, when the rain comes and starts to flood the earth. Hello? Do you know the power that's in a flood? Yeah. The destruction that can come in the flood? Absolutely. Well, let's pray for the rain of God so the enemy can be destroyed. Amen. Amen. Let's let God move in our lives and flush these things out, okay? Because what's coming in in that flushing is something that's powerful. Praise God. God doesn't push anything out without putting something powerful in it and renewing us. Yes, Lord. And I I want to say this because my husband didn't completely say this because you guys didn't hear me say it. But yesterday, I was just, we got up, I I was just reading and, and doing some things on my computer with the word. And um, I got up and I just said, he was telling me, saying something to me about the favor of God and what he heard. And I said, well, I looked at him and he said, but the favor is grace. And I said, but that's still part of what God spoke to us about that bubble of grace that's going to be over our country for a short time. Yes. Hello? Yeah. A short time. Whether it be four or eight years. So let's take advantage. He didn't say. He didn't say how long. Whether it be four or eight. He told me it's, it's for a short time. Let's take advantage of this grace, the freedom. Yeah. Because then afterwards, it can get difficult, church. Yeah, it could. But if you don't have boldness to do something now, we're not going to do anything. And when that time of grace, that's, if that's not here over this nation, then what are you going to do? So you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I t- this is what I say to myself. Now's the time. Now's the time. Now's the Now time. is the time. 
And I'll tell you something. Once you start moving in this, and once you start moving in the river of God, (laughs) and you keep on going in that river, nothing is going to stop it. Yes. There can't be anything to stop it. Because you're part of that river. And there's a powerful force in, in the river. That river's moving. Yeah, it is. I don't know about you guys. I don't know if you ever got thrown in a a river that's moving pretty strong. But I tell you, you can get drowned. I mean, you'll drown in a river that's moving pretty strong with a current. But not God's river. And God's current isn't stale. It's not stagnant, I meant. It's moving. Strong. It's accomplishing. It's set out to do something. Yeah, it is. And so this is what we're coming into, church. So it is a new beginning. But anyway, I got up off the sofa and I was walking into our kitchen. I just took a few steps and I heard new beginnings. And I looked at, I turned, I looked at Ray and I said, Ray, the Lord just said new beginnings for 2018. And I know we've had that before. But God's speaking it again. Because a lot of us. Eight means new beginning. And, and then I looked at him. I went and did what I had to do, came and sat down. I said, wait a moment. What's eight's, eight's new beginnings? 2018. Eighteen. Ten is completion. Yeah. Glory to God. Glory. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. <laughs> it's a great so time to be alive. So God is going to begin that's new, he's going to complete. Yes, 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 yes. God's going to complete it. So you take it to the bank and you hold it up to the Lord. Just like the scriptures that we were reading today in Isaiah. Yeah. So it's good. Yeah. Hallelujah. So it's absolutely awesome. The time that we're living in, you are favored of God. (laughs) Say I'm favored of God. I am favored of God. Say it again. Say it and believe it. I am favored of of God. God. Thank you, Lord. I am his favored one. Mm, I am his favored one. I'm his favored one. And because I'm his favored one, God is going to move in me and through me. And he is. You need to say this for yourself. God is going to move in me and through me. God is going to move in me and through me because I'm his favored one. Valerie, a change is coming in you. Things are not going to have to be so perfect. The children do not have to be so perfect. You are going to laugh and, and enjoy them. Because God is moving in a way to push all of the worry out of your life. Thank you, Jesus. Thank and the Jesus. striving... And all that commotion that goes on in the house, the tension and everything, because he is changing the countenance on your face. Doesn't have to be perfect. They are not going to be perfect. But you are going to fall in love with the perfect God that accepts our imperfections. And you don't have to worry about your future. Enjoy them in their miserableness when they're miserable. <laughs> Laugh at them like you're doing now. <laughs> because you have a clue. And, yes. And even though they may not understand, but you have a comprehension. 
But that is your, that is the key that God has given you for 2018 for you to walk in the victory and things are going to change in the household. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. God is a good Hallelujah. God. Yeah. He's awesome. See, our ways are so different than his ways. He has us do things that, you know, it's like, <laughs> it doesn't make sense. That, but this is who, this is, this, I got it all figured out. This is the way it should be. And then all of a sudden God says, lighten up. All of us, lighten up. Well, that's what we said. Uh, the, what we read today, the battle is not yours, but it's God's. Yeah. Lighten up. Lighten up. Don't worry. Be happy. <laughs> the Holy Ghost is saying, lighten up. Yes, Lord. Hey. What do we say? Then how did it go? You can't worry it out, but we can praise it out. Hallelujah. We can't praise worry it out. it out. Come on. Do you hear this? Yes. You ought to write this one down. You can't worry it out. You praise it out. Praise God. <clears throat> Amen. Start shouting. We just read that. Start praising. That, that's what they did. They praised the enemy out. Come on. Yeah. Hallelujah. I praise my God because he's true to his word. I praise my God because of his mighty ways. I praise my God because he's magnificent. I praise my God because his ways are higher than my ways. I praise my God because he knows all things and he's got the answer. I praise my God because his promises are true. Yes. And amen. I praise my God because he's a loving God and he's a good God. I praise my God and I worship my God because he loves me. I'm the apple of his eye. I praise my God because he watches over his word to perform it in my life. I praise my God because he knows everything that's good for me. I praise my God because he keeps the enemy away from me. I praise my God. And you just go on and on. I worship my God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Nothing but his word is going to dictate in my life. Glory to God. Praise God. So 2018, we're going out of here or 2017. And this is how we're going to end our service, I believe, if it's okay, hon. I don't know yet. We're going out with a shout. <laughs> That's good. Amen. Amen. We're going out with a shout. We're going with a leap in our faith and in our step and a dance in our heart and a dance in our feet. Yes, sir. Glory to God. Hallelujah. So Some of three. us. Let's do we, this. Okay. We need the Holy Ghost. Some of us might need the Holy Ghost to start doing a dance, and some of us could just do the dance. Just do the dance. Hallelujah. You know? Amen. Yeah. Listen, this is an, an well, gosh. Hallelujah. We want to get you out of here. Thank you, Jesus. Yes. David, as prophet and king, hmm. this always fascinated me because we, the Bible says, and we're taught that, the, of course, the flesh is at enmity with the spirit and the spirit with the flesh. David, by the spirit, said, my soul yearns for thee, or my soul thirsts for thee. My flesh yearns, yearns. for thee. Glory to God. <sighs> my soul thirsts for thee. My flesh, man, yearns for thee. Why? Because he knew what it was to be in the presence. I want to tell you something. The more you spend time in his presence, the better your physical being will be as well. Hallelujah. That's a word from a God right now. I'm telling you right now. Hallelujah. <laughs> oh, glory to God. My body is healed from 
crown on my head to the soles of my feet. I may even come in next week with a whole head of black hair. Well, I'll take gray. That'll work. Well, you have it. You keep got, shaving it off. I know. Well, that's because it's white. <laughs> <laughs> Grab your neighbor's hand. If Hallelujah. <laughs> Lord, we thank you for your presence. Yeah. Come on, connect up here with Steve. Hallelujah. Lord, thank you for your word. Thank you for your love, your grace, your mercy that are new every morning. Lord, as we leave our assembly time, we're going to do what we're going to believe your prophets and do it. We're going to shout three times. Hallelujah. Shout to the past that you are not coming with us and shout to the future that we're taking hold of you. So by faith, thank you for that word that it would all come to pass that we're believing Father, as we take steps of faith on a daily basis throughout the day we're believing for your new beginning and divine favor you ready on three let go of a shout one two three hallelujah hallelujah let's do another one hallelujah One for the road. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Yes. Hallelujah. Give each other a hug and you're blessed and dismissed.